we're here today. A bit of a different situation than than normally. Um, we're recording at home today. Yay. This is the, <laughs> this is not playing scared. And um, yeah, we're recording at home, so it's a little bit weird. I hate um, it. <laughs> I edit here and that's it. <laughs> we're really comfortable sitting across from it. each other. <laughs> But, you know, you guys are getting the comfy at home us right now, so. I hate it. <laughs> well, anyways, we're excited to talk about this episode, and. I thought I thought last episode was better. You did? Well, yeah. Last episode was pretty shocking, I will say. This episode, I mean, this episode didn't disappoint, though, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It was a very good episode, and I'm just happy to be getting consistent consistent content from the challenge this season compared to total madness. So it definitely is consistent. Like that's, it's, it's very a, exciting from start to finish. It, it really is. And that's something that like, you can't always say. Um, yeah. so I mean, that's, that's, that's good. I mean, they've kept it up there the whole time. Like there's not too many, you don't go like way down and stay there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's usually followed by something that's rather shocking or or a twist. So I'll, I'll give them credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just gonna we're just gonna dive right in and just start um, with you know back at the house and and kind of where we left off last episode. So um, also we're gonna take a new approach to this episode in that I feel like we've had a lot of notes for our first couple of episodes. We. <laughs> Mostly no, me. No, there's no we here. <laughs> okay, me. I've I've had a lot of notes, but um, I think this episode I'm just gonna try and cover the main the main things that happened. Um, and you guys will have to let us know if you like that more or if you want us to go back to more detailed. All right. So back at the house after the elimination of last episode. Um, everyone's surprised. We had some partners switch around, but now at this point, everyone's talking, trying to figure out how Kyle was pretty much blindsided into going into the elimination from last episode. It was like, they weren't really trying to figure it out. They were more just like, they were pissed. Yeah, I mean, like, they, yeah, they is... wanted to know wh- what the deal was because Kyle thought he was good with Fessy. And up until this point, they didn't know about the twist. They didn't know that Fessy and Anissa knew who voted what way. But Kyle definitely knew something was up. And, um, and so everyone's kind of talking in the same room and Fessy just comes right out and says, yeah, me and Anissa know, like, we knew who voted what, and that's why I put you in. Ever. This is why I'm not Team Fessy. That was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen on reality TV. I I really don't know why he would do that. Because he was- He could have made, he could have easily said, hey, Nani came to me about switching partners- he could I have wanted done to give so her a chance to like things. do that because he I'm good with Nani so too. Many that was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. It was seen. so it was it was not smart at all. Like you play your hand when you're he he acted like a little child. Yeah. Like here, like I, I know you're upset. Like here's here's why. Like nobody gives a shit about excuses. Like nobody cares about your reason why that's in the past. Like you already fucked Kyle over. Like and now you're just like, 
oh, nobody knew this. Like, this is why. Like, oh, like, like I'm arguing with you, Kyle. Like, here's why I did it to you. He doesn't care why you did it to him. Like, you're a dick. You're already in the doghouse. You telling him some shit that, like, ruined your game. Um, and we'll talk about that later. Your, your alliances and your relationship with the people closest to you. And you just play that card with nothing to gain. Like, dude, like, you don't, don't expect anybody to take you seriously outside of a hall brawl. And I also think the way that he went about saying it was showed how shady he really was throughout this whole thing. Oh my God, because yeah. And the next thing with Corey, like the dude is like, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't care. Like he's not like Corey and Nelson. He's not like an actual friend. Like he, he strictly keeps it to partner and loose partner on the show. Like, dude, like you are a straight up dickhead. He should have just... I think Fessy's problem is he thinks, in my opinion, I think that he thinks he's way safe in this game. Like, I think... That's everybody else's fault, though. It is. It is. But I think that he kind of has this entitlement complex of, like, I don't need to tell my alliance things because it's my game and... All that, and I do understand that to an extent. But when there's he played college football, he the, the when world there's should, this many people, when you have your him. hands in so many cookie jars, nah. it's like you have to pick and choose who you disclose information to because no one knew that you knew this information. Now the interesting thing is that it was never acknowledged in any capacity that Anissa also knew this information. That's because she wasn't an idiot about it. Yeah, she didn't go around flaunting it, though I was surprised that it didn't make its way, or at least that we saw, that it didn't make its way around the house it and did, that it people did, didn't talk did. to her they about it. That, I think they cut that stuff out. But I think the way he went about it was very much like, yeah, man, I put you in because you voted against me. I think he saw that as a power move, but he learned very quickly when Kyle came back at him saying... Hey, well, you know, you and TYB are going after Wes. So he has no, I'm good with Wes. Like, I don't no want strategy. him going in. And what happened in that situation is that Wes was in the room. So again, Wes now knows that Fessy and TYB are going after him. Again, no strategy in playing your cards. Like, dude, don't expect anybody to take you seriously outside of those physical um, uh eliminations that you claim to love so much but are apparently scared of like you Mm -hmm. when you in my opinion it was a sloppy move and he he basically had his game aired out in front of everyone now i don't think it's gonna disadvantage him right now but i do think it's gonna come up we're building to a place where sooner or later fessy's gonna yep he's gonna have a problem on the on on the show it's kind of building to that yeah so then we see another take of Corey talking to Fessy separately. I think this is what you where you just said. I think this is where it's building up to a Fessy and Corey, or yeah, Fessy and Corey butting heads and yeah. like that falling apart. It's yeah. building right to that. It is. Um, and Fessy and Corey are talking. Corey basically says, "Why didn't you give me a heads up about this? I voted for Wes because you told me to, yeah. and now and you didn't even put him in." So now everyone knows that I voted for Wes because Kyle knew that TYB and you were voting him in. So it's like, I agree I'm with in a 70, bad spot. I agree with 75% of what Corey said. Mm-hmm. 
Everything about it, yeah. I do, but the part that I don't agree with was Fessy having to tell him. Like, should he have if they were, like, considered better, for, like, if he considered him a better friend? That's up for debate. But, like, if I'm Fessy, I'm holding that card. Right. Like, from everybody. I'm sorry, Corey, but the, I, I'm holding that card. The way he went about it, he threw Corey and, and Nelson under the bus. Like, that was, like, you, again... You not only inconvenience yourself, you screwed over the people who are who are in uh, in your alliance. Like, dude, like yeah. it, Fessy is. That was probably the worst game move that I've seen on the challenge in a very long time because there was zero thought put into it. What Fessy really needed to do was make sure he talked to Tyb as soon as they got back to the house to say, "This is where I was at when I put Kyle in. This is kind of what happened." Because. Yeah, he didn't care. Fessy, Fessy had to know that this was going to come up. I mean, Kyle was really pissed after the elimination. So I don't know. I just, I, it was just a sloppy move. He obviously wasn't intentional at all about who he told, how he was telling people. And it blew up in his face because um, Wes then found out that TYB was coming after him. Weak. Yeah, I was. I, I've been disappointed in Fessy's performance so far. Yeah, I'm fully like. If I wasn't fully out before, like this dude, I, I'd be cool if he didn't come on the show again. Yeah, I just I'm not very impressed so far. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe this will come full circle in a way that benefits him. But I think right now I'm just not seeing. I'm not seeing how this is all going to add up to a good situation for him. No, he he that he, that's not in his thoughts. Like he's, oh, I can make anything a good situation because at the end of the day, there's gonna be, uh, as he likes to say, a pole in the middle of the dirt or a hall brawl. Like, dude, like, get over yourself. Like, brute force isn't always the answer. You gotta have something between the ears, and you clearly don't. Mm-hmm. So then we move into the daily challenge. The daily challenge this week is called Roadkill. Road I liked it. I like this one. I, I do like when they do stuff on the moving, like vans, yeah. trucks, it's, it's a variation like of like the Mack truck. It, it's another variation. It's like the yeah. one, in, what was it, War of the Worlds 1, where they were like swinging back and forth between platform, uh, yeah, platforms. Yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah, I like, this, I like this version more, like straight I up. I think everyone likes it. I think that's why they keep bringing it back. Every, yeah. I think the audience likes it, and I think the challengers like it. I don't think they're going to do any challenges without harnesses anymore. Um, though, just because of the two, yeah, the, the two pretty serious injuries. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I, I want your take on like. Do I don't know much about that, obviously, but do harnesses affect? I mean, this Affect is going to sound stupid coming out. I don't. I know that not having a harness would increase injury to an extent, but they had the nets. So I'm just wondering, like in your perspective, would the harness have really prevented the injuries that we saw in this daily uh, challenge? I didn't see exactly how Natalie's shoulder popped out. Uh, or not Natalie. Nicole. Um, Nicole's shoulder popped out. But um, on, oh my God, I'm, I'm getting her name confused. Um, her, who hurt her elbow? Live. Live. Mm -hmm. uh, when, when she fell, the harness could have like corrected her how she was falling. 
So it's, it's, I mean, they, they had to sign waivers. This had to be in the minds of the producers way before, like, all right, we need to add um, parts part of the waiver that everybody's going to sign when they come on. We're thinking about doing a challenge, uh, daily challenge without harnesses. Like, you all need to be okay with that. You all need to sign this so we're not liable for any injuries, yada, yada, yada. So, like, they had, like, the, all, the, all the people, um, all, all the challengers, unless they, like, straight up word, and this has happened before, um, literally just sign their name because they want to be on the show and don't read the fine print or have somebody else read the fine print, mm. which you should do. You should, as a contestant, you should have a lawyer on retainer um, and, and send them all the documents before you sign, as you should with any production. Um, but they, they knew this was coming, like something, they, they were aware that in this season they could be in jeopardy without a harness. They all signed up for it, so I'm not saying anybody's at fault. Um, but, I mean, it's... There's, there's trade-offs. That that net had to be strong enough to catch a, a full um, able-bodied adult, whether that be female or male. So that's not a nice thing to land on either. You know what I mean? Like, so it's if you're getting rid of the harness, you're one sacrificing safety and two increasing another injury because I mean you, another risk of injury because that netting isn't. It's not like a well, one, it wasn't cargo netting, and I'm sure a couple of people might have preferred cargo netting, even though cargo netting is not the nicest thing to land on, so you can get tangled up real quick. But that was some sort of like wire mesh that had to be pretty reinforced. Um, but I mean, you got the the edge of the truck um, right there, edge of the platform that that didn't seem to be um, rounded or any sort. Like you, it's just now they're not liable, so it's not like they're. It's, you're not like crazy scared about it but like they didn't do many things to prevent just offhanded injuries they were like oh we have netting cool um so it is what it is um but i would be willing to bet that since nicole um popped her popped her shoulder out which by the way i've popped my shoulder out before you probably could have just popped it back in and might not have had to send her home. Now, I might not know the full story. I'd be willing to put money that I'm not fully informed and there was something more serious. But the way she was acting and walking around and, and talking, pretty sure you could have just popped it back in and iced it. And I, I've seen it done before. So I'd be willing to bet there's no more challenges without a harness. Yeah. So just to circle back around, the challenge required, you know, two opponents to basically kick each other off the, the mm -hmm. truck. Um, yeah, so that was a rant. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. No, that's, it, it's helpful because I don't really know that side. Like, I wasn't really sure why they would pick harnesses over not. I mean, they've always usually used harnesses anyways, so. It's, it's, all, about, <laughs> it's, it's all about time. So, like, impacts. Everything on impact is made, the impact is made softer by the longer the impact happens. So like a car crash, the longer the impact happens, the more the force is distributed along the surface area. So like, and that, that principle carries across something. So harnesses slow you down, slowing down decreases impact time. It's, it's, it is what it is. It, it, it allows you to correct your balance. Like your harness is automatically gonna correct your fall. So the harness is on top. Right. So you know which way you know which way you're falling. So a lot of these people are trained in how to fall in harnesses. I don't think many of these contestants are trained in that, but it's it's it, it something in your mind is it, it's automatically working when you have a harness wor uh, attached to you. So it's it is 
one, the physics of the rope and the harness, and two, your body accounts for that when moving and falling. So it's there's a lot of a lot of things in play there. Yeah, I mean, I. I I know it was only two people, but like, I've never seen so many people get injured during a daily challenge. Two, I mean, any number above one is not a good thing. One can be like, one can be explained away. <laughs> like, hey, this was sheer bad luck. And for all we know, Nicole, Nicole's could have been. Any number over one isn't great. I mean, it did seem like too that, I mean, Nicole's, Nicole's thing, I'm not really sure what happened, but with Liv, it looked like she may have hit it off the corner when oh, she, she was falling. Yeah, she so, smacked shit out of her elbow. Yeah, I don't really know what happened with Nicole. It was just kind of weird because they weren't really they weren't really making contact for that long. And then all of a sudden it was like yeah. her shoulder was out. Yeah, she probably just got twisted around and her shoulder popped out. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. It's not a good feeling. I know I've never had oh, my shoulder popped out and I good, don't want it. It's not a <laughs> it great feeling. It looks painful. Like people It's like it's weird. Like it doesn't hurt like initially. The heart the part that hurts the most is getting it popped back in. Yeah. So like it's kind of just That's like That's what I've heard. It's it's literally it's kinda it's not like it's just hanging there. You can still like feel and sort of move your arm. Um obviously you don't have any dexterity in your shoulder. But it, it's like a really weird feeling. But when somebody lifts a, a just uh, like gives it a nice lift and pops it back in like the it is oh it's bad oh, for like sounds a, terrible for a split second it's 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 bad and i'm not saying that like it wasn't painful and that you know and that she wasn't injured i just now we don't know because it was never fully explained to us i'm confused how she was medically unfit to continue on with the show that's that's what because, had, like that's why i walked it back a little bit i'm like i, I don't know because she could have torn something like that. If you do that, you can tear your labrum and your labrum. You can't even lift your arm above your head. Well, it was just weird because they showed the clip of her grabbing her stuff mm -hmm. from the inside. No, like she has another arm. Right. Like I get that. Yeah. Which by but, the way, maybe have a producer help her out, grab her stuff. Right. I was just, I was confused by the whole thing on that. And usually when there's an injury, TJ comes by the house you know, within yeah, right, a right. timely reason right. afterwards. He doesn't really ever wait until the elimination to say, oh, hey, they're medically unfit. They're not going to return. Now, right. I don't know what that looked like for her in terms of x-rays, but they were able to determine that Liv was fine in a matter of a it couple of even, days. It wasn't even talked about. It was barely talked about. She mentioned once how they had to do x-rays. But when I was listening to Tori and Anissa's podcast they do two daily challenges a week. Mm. So she seemed fine at the elimination, which yeah. happens after the daily challenges. Right. So it's like, I don't know, just weird. And it wasn't really, it wasn't really expanded upon like any more than that. Um, they yeah, didn't even yeah. give her, she, in her talking head, she mentioned how she's just like really upset. She wanted to continue on with the, with the oh, challenge. You could, you could understand her? I actually could I'm, understand I'm her kidding. that time. I'm kidding. That was, um, I'm sorry. That was low, like e cheap, Sometimes cheap the accent's shot. just so heavy. Easy it's so hard easy to understand target. her sometimes. I apologize, Nicole. That wasn't... I'm sorry. She... But the interesting thing is she doesn't say exactly what happened in the talking head. Yeah. So I don't really know what happened. I don't know if maybe she just didn't feel comfortable going on. Maybe it was a little bit more severe than she wanted and she didn't feel yeah. comfortable. It was just a little bit bizarre because Liv, 
I don't know well, what Lyft situation was either, but wasn't that what happened to Big T though? It's like a it was like a, a thing that shouldn't have really sent you home, but it did. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, yeah, but like. And to be clear, Big T last season, not not here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess so. They so. might be. They might be getting it. It's twenty. But with Liv, it's, I mean, it's like I wonder what their what their she, she assessments probably, are her, for that. Hers was probably just like a stinger. Like she, she just smacked yeah. her smacked her elbow real quick. Lost feelings. Yeah. But like they're they're taking little things seriously, which mm-hmm. I again I can't fault them which for. It's just like maybe Big T could have stayed in Total Madness. That probably would have helped the season out a little bit. Yeah. Like maybe Nicole could have stayed in. Whatever. Right, right. All right. So moving on from the injuries portion of this of this episode, yeah. um, we need to talk about quickly what we think the strategy of winning this daily challenge would be. Do exactly what CT did. Yep. I was going to say the same thing. Just, I mean, this is a straightforward physical challenge. There's not. It was raining. You got to stay low. Just stay low, try and get them off. Like yeah. there's really can, no a timeout is um, not a bad to thing. it. No, no, timing out's not a bad thing, especially when up until CT went, there were already other people who had timed out. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes this is just how this is just how it is with the daily challenges. Yeah. Um, what the the Nam and the J thing was surprisingly close. Yeah. Up until the end, when who were you like impressed by? I was impressed with Jay. Yeah. Um, I was impressed with Jay keeping up with Nam. I thought Nam would literally just pick him up and throw him off. Um, and I'll let you talk about why, but I was impressed with Wes. I was really impressed with Wes too. Be and we talked about this when we were yep. watching it, but this is why he. I think a lot of people like to shit talk Wes in a variety of ways, whether people think he's overrated or people think that he's just like a villain and whatever. The reality is Wes is a very strategic player. He's, he's, it's in these moments where he really shows how much more (laughs) superior he is as a competitor on the challenge, because for this daily challenge, he had the he had the foresight and the ability to think ahead enough to remember the details of, of what the instructions were for the challenge. Mm-hmm. Because I, they didn't say this actually in the episode, but with Wes saying it, we knew that that was left out from what we were seeing, what we were shown. But not only did you have to get the person off, it was whoever's foot left the platform last. Uh, TJ one. said. TJ said whoever's last on the platform. Wins. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh yeah. my god, I totally missed that. Yeah. So, with Wes, he's the type of competitor who remembers that, and specifically takes a small detail like that and forms his entire strategy around it. Uses real life application. He and he uses real life application by say by telling us later that. Oh yeah, like toe drags it, and football. Toe drags and football. Like I was trying to think of toe drags and football, just trying to make sure that my toes were the last ones to leave the platform. No one else that we know of was intentionally trying to do that. Right. He's he told us that he didn't care if he was knocked off the platform as right. long as if his toes were the last ones to leave. 
And that's great. Like bait, he literally, like Josh is the perfect person to do it to, by the way. Um, but like bait somebody mm-hmm. to go full at you and have your toe drag and toe yeah. drag. Like it's, it, it's, it's good on you, Wes. Cause that like, that's great a thinking um and nobody else this far besides maybe jordan has displayed that type of of ingenuity yeah i mean that's why that's why wes is one of the best yeah and if you say wes is is overrated like come on yeah it's in these moments that you're reminded like oh shit he's not you know he he really does have he's he's an extremely smart person and it shows it shows in these moments. So I was very impressed with Wes's performance. Yeah. Who, um, who, who were you impressed by? I, I said, was, what, who'd I say? Jay and Wes? Yeah. And I was really impressed by Amber M. Yeah. Was it Amber M? I forget. I think it was Amber M. The Amber that's partnered with Nelson. Yeah. Um, because she went against Lolo. Yeah. But honestly, she came out like a little Tasmanian devil. Like... She just, she took the same approach as Nani, just to a higher level of just like flailing. I was going to say Nani, get down and flail. And Nani did well too. Like just get on the ground. Against Natalie. Against Natalie. Like get on the ground, throw your limbs everywhere. Anytime she can get a second onto your foot, move it, wiggle around, turn over, do whatever you can do. Because if you don't have the strength, you at least need to have, have the agility to be able to um, move around. If they can't grab onto you, they can't throw you off the platform. Exactly. Exactly. So I thought Nani and Amber M did really well. Yeah. And like we mentioned, Nicole and Liv got injured this episode mm-hmm. pretty much back to back. It seemed, yeah. um, based on that, based on what we were shown. So, um, so yeah. Um, TJ announces that our winners for the daily challenge were Leroy and Casey. Good on you, Leroy. I was so proud of Leroy because I don't think he's won a daily challenge in a while. It's been a while. And, um, yeah, I was just really excited for him. Really excited for him. Team Leroy. Team Leroy all the way. Well, we are. We are. Doesn't mean we fully agree with how he goes about things. Yeah. All right. So back at the house, the house is now deliberating for their house vote. So There's some stuff that goes on before that. I was like. Yeah, wasn't it? it was, but it was. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, I have it. I okay, have it down. All right, don't all worry. Right. You said you were taking less notes. I don't, <laughs> I have I don't know. It. Okay. I'm looking at a I cat. I'm looking at a part. cat here. Okay. I don't. It's, by the way, I hate being at home. <sighs> Whatever. It's comfy. I kind of like it. No, it's, it's awful. <laughs> okay, I would not forget to write down what right, actually okay, happened right. in yeah, this my, moment my fault, because. My fault. Back at the house, things get a little wild. So we see a clip of CT kind of picking a fight with Casey about sure the use of the oven. Yeah. It was like he wanted to make something on the oven. She was making a frozen pizza on the oven, which was How supposed you, to go what? in the oven and not on the stovetop. So I think he was frustrated no, that he couldn't oven, make. The oven was in the, the, the pizza was in the oven. Then that, what was I that's that's my thing. I don't know. He's talking about like making eggs and shit. And I'm like, dude, like you can't make eggs in the oven. I or thought, like can or can you? I thought she was making the pizza on the stovetop. 
Like the frozen pizza on the stove no, top. No, I think she, I think she like put the pizza in the oven and then was using the stove top to like prepare something else. Oh, and he was just getting frustrated that she was like monopolizing the the oven, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was it was kind of stupid, but I mean, they're all. I mean, they're living with like twenty five people, so I, like I get I was, it. By then, but, I would have done way more than that. Yeah. Like, right. I would have right. Freaked the fuck out. I think it was just weird because we don't ever see CT like that in He's terms like, of like, it, but it wasn't like, it he, wasn't rude, but it was kind of like, all right, it was CC, joking, like, yeah, but right, like, he was kind of yeah, trying to be like, rude about it. All right, CC, fuck off. Like it's, it, yeah. it wasn't as big of a deal as, as it, it was became. made out to yeah. be is the point. So, yeah, so so it kind of seemed like CT was being a little rude at first, but it kind of got jokey at the end, whatever. Josh is kind of seeing all this happen. He doesn't like it. So when CT walks away, Josh follows him, feels the need to intervene and, and ask CT why he's giving Casey a hard time. My now, God, I will say to Josh's credit, I can kind of see that to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, like, what's up? Like, why? What was that? Like, why are you giving her such a hard time? I think the problem is that CT and Josh aren't actually friends. So him doing that seemed very you don't need to annoying do like just because it was yeah. like, I can see Josh doing that if they were really close, just well, being like, Hey, like, what's your problem? Thing. Like what's going on? Whatever. But the fact that I, I don't think that they're friends like that. Well, and I think CT was like, why are you doing this? That's not who CT is. Like that's, yeah. that's my thing. He's like, not. He's not. That, like I could see that working with anybody else. Mm -hmm. Like Josh going up and, and I'll qualify that again. Uh, or I qualify it more. I don't fault Josh for going to do that. Like if you, yeah. Casey's like his, his ride or die on the show, like big brother crew, all that. Cool. Be overprotective if you want. And when I, I thought that was really nice of Casey to say afterwards, like Josh is overprotective, but I would do the same. Like I have his back. Awesome. That's good for you guys. But like Josh, dude, read the room. Like you gotta, you've been around these people for years now. You should know that that would work with anybody else or maybe a lot of other people, but not CT. Like that, like, dude, like, come on. Like, <laughs> like you gotta be a little bit intuitive to, to who people are. Like, let CT move on. Casey's obviously not like in too big of a, a deal about it. If anything, just go, hey, Casey, fine. Like, do you need me to go talk to him? That's it. Yeah, I, I agree. Know. I think, honestly, I think that Josh knew Casey won the Daily Challenge and tried to make CT a target for the week. I don't think Josh has that much forethought. I think he does because up until that point, CT kind of was a target. And I think Josh, I think Josh is that kind of guy who he exposes his alliances very quickly. And I think while Casey is trying to be a bit more intentional about who she shares her you know, alliances with and who she tells about those alliances. I think Josh is very much like, no, big brother for life. Like, of course, I'm good with Casey. I think he saw this as an opportunity to defend Casey and also make him a target for the week. And it, I think that's really? what happened. And I think that 
I mean, obviously it backfired, but... But he doesn't even... I just, I, I, I kind of, for me, I'm kind of, I kind of just have this vibe with Josh that... I just don't see it. He just, he could just be very emotionally charged and is, and there's nothing wrong with that. It just, I think he's much more intentional than he leads on to be. Oh, I just, I completely disagree. Really? I, that I just. That was all emotion. CT, like. But he uses that to make people targets, in my opinion. Like, who, and I saw this on Big Brother what, with him too. What evidence, like, has he showed in the challenge of doing that? CT is the dude, like, he's, Josh has, like, actively tried to suck up to CT. Like mm-hmm. that, like two and two don't add up to me. Like, well, he, that's fair. But do you remember last season in Total Madness when I forget it was like was it someone? Yes, his his big fight with Swaggy because someone had gotten someone was like the winner of the Daily Challenge that week that he was friends with. Do you remember this? Oh, I can really. I remember forget it. who it was that won, but he was on like a power trip, or was it him? It might have been him or someone Josh. he was friends somebody, with. Somebody threw swaggy because he was one of the last rookies standing. Yes. Don't come on! Don't I give Josh really credit for that. I believe that. Like I, I, I think that he's a little more opportunistic than we. No way. Than we think. If no, if that was true, he wouldn't have let Devin rile him up and then. Fall that fall into that. That's fair. I think that like if that if this was all in, if this was all intentional, he wouldn't have like carried out a vendetta against Evan, and he would have said CT's name. I think that's I think that's fair. I just I think with Josh, it's kind of this game of I'm trying to put a target on someone's back, and he uses that just disagree. like just like Devin does. In that Devin kind of does no, use. They're not in the same. Hold on, I need to make my point. <laughs> Devin, Devin kind of does the same thing. And I even said this when we were watching it and we'll get to it and we'll get to it too. But the way, the way Devin was in this episode is very similar to how Josh acted on Big Brother. It is a strategy at the end of the day. And I don't, and I feel like you're going to say that you don't want to give Josh that much credit, which is fair. I just feel like Josh looks for opportunities to get other people pissed off or to put targets on people's backs. And because Casey's his friend, I think he saw this as like best case scenario. CT has a target on his back because he just harassed Casey or made her cry or whatever he was saying. He didn't even make her cry. I know. I know. And, you know, and I'm, fr- and, you know, and I'm best friends with Casey, so... Like this could be an opportunity. I just, this seems to be a pattern with him. I think you're like, I I don't know. You're going to say that I'm giving him too much credit. Not even that. I think you're just like, it's, it's dumb luck. I mean, we'll see. It's pure emotional. It's pure emotional energy from him. Like if that, if that was the case, he wouldn't have gone outside to try and talk to CT in a hushed tone and squash it there. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's like, it's it's not. And then to me personally, I Josh and Devin aren't even this, in the same conversation. Devin does everything intentionally to be that like snake in the grass behind everybody's back and rile people up. Josh was the, like to me, Josh was the one who got riled up 
instead of riling other people up. Like I, who who else in this episode was screaming besides Listen, Josh? listen, listen. I agree with you in that regard. I think that I will meet you halfway in saying that I'm not budging. I think that Josh tried to make CT a target. It backfired. Hold on. It backfired. And because it was rooted in emotion for the most part, it spiraled very quickly because CT wasn't taking taking it. Like he wasn't going to take the bait on it. Mm -hmm. And he did end up, you know, walking away and saying like, I'm not doing this right now. It's um, funny they're showing cigarettes more this season again. I know. Even Devin was fucking smoking well, Devin, a cigarette I, right I, in the background. Devin, Devin's always smoked, but like CT is back smoking. Or really? He, 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 he was, that's what he was doing, smoking a cigarette in the tree before Josh walked up. Oh my God, I didn't see that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big dog. That's really interesting Ripping because TJ usually calls them out for that. He called out Maddie for that. Yeah, but like that was very clearly the thing that was holding Maddie back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, but like yeah. Bear was always smoking. Like Georgia, like yeah, the Britain crew. They, they I know they, the they, Brits. They, yeah, they they, they, they blow it down. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Big Dog was out there ripping a dart. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> listen, I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree on Josh right now, and then revisit this later down the line well, because. Like, but Dev, like the thing that's he's so, the thing that sells it this. for me is like Devin talks about it in his talking head. Like Josh is still on the emotional part of like yeah, like I just wanted to, I just wanted to protect Casey. Like dude, like. Agreed. It's not as fine tuned as Devin. It doesn't exist. He's just an emotional rage monster that gets lucky. <laughs> like it's not. There's no science behind it. It's just dumb luck. In my opinion. Listen, we're just going to have to see. I do think that if we're starting out this strong, I know, Josh, it's going to really, happen. Like, this is going to keep being a problem. I'm really surprised all of his antics haven't put, haven't put a target on his back now. by now. I know. And I really think that's because he is in with the Big Brother Alliance. Who else is from Big Brother? Fessy. You, and he's won you, the past two episodes. You can't tell me that Josh and Fessy have an alliance. I think that right now they have a... An understanding? They have an understanding. I think really? Josh. I think Josh thinks that they're close, but I don't get that vibe from Fessy. That's how Josh thinks he is with everybody. Yeah. Like That's why he went outside to CT. He's like, trying to be like, oh, like, to Pops. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, that that type of stuff. It's like, dude, like, no. Like, how he, like, how he tries to fuel that, like, rivalry with Wes. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, nobody really thinks about you that way. Unfor right. Unfortunately. Like, Josh, I don't dislike you. It's just, like, do your thing and stop being an emotional rage monster every season. Yeah. Well, like you just said, it, it turns into a very ragey situation. Yeah. Um, like, I can scream louder than you. Like, what? Yeah. It so after, you know... CT walks away from Josh. We don't really see what exactly happens, but CT and Josh are full on screaming at each other. Um, I don't even think it was really an aggressive way. It was just CT was just, just kind loud. of like be, trying to be loud, you know? Yeah, it, it wasn't his, like yeah. fuck you even, or anything like that. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I, yeah, I think just, he was just, just like being um, loud. Yeah, he was just being loud. Um, but Josh kind of took that as he's yelling at me, and then he started yelling back. Right. 
Um, he goes from like 60 to 100. It really, it really went, it really escalated quickly. Yeah. His yelling um, voice is so funny to me. It, it's very like, it was just, it was just very intense. He gets and that like he, his mouth opens. Like, <laughs> like yes, I, and you can't, you can't see me, is but you would Is he from New York? Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I kind of get that see vibe me, from like, him. Mimicking it, but you like you you all watch the show. You know what face Josh makes, and his like his eye his eyebrows are, are pursed. Uh, his mouth is like his it's open, and his jaws like uh, his, his jaws down. Like, why are you screaming at me? Yes. Like, I can scream over you. It's like, dude, what is yes. ha what's happening with you? Like, are you? That is such a good impression. Like, are you are you okay? Like, everything cool? Like, just go. Take shower or something. I don't know. Like maybe try smoking cigarettes. I'd cool, cool out. Well, I think also too we kind of see CT also in a way that we haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, in a long time. I mean, Getting, granted, he's not he's not the rage monster no, he used to be. Like no. back then, he would have knocked Josh out. But he primarily stayed out of drama in the past seasons, like a couple seasons, many seasons. Yeah. And this season, we're seeing him step like getting involved more yeah. in, in kind of what's going on in the house. So then it cuts to Josh basically, well, no, I missed a big part of this. My bad. This is really the, the biggest part of this and I totally missed it. So as CT and Josh are yelling at each other, big T is like, CT, stop. You're my partner now. Please stop. Right. And CT's like, okay, yeah. He's realizing quickly that like it's not worth it. And stop. Big props to all the women on this season for checking their partners. Yeah, not gonna lie, a lot of the men are very like, like out Cam, of hand. Cam this semester. came in. I mean, this semester. See? <laughs> yeah. Out of uh, this episode or and the season so far. This, yeah, the season. It's been, like Cam came in. Cam came in for Kyle shit before. Down with Kyle. And I love, I absolutely love the pairing of C, uh, CT and Big, Big C, or Big, yeah, Big, Big CT. <laughs> I, I love that. Like, she's like Hawk and Bunny. I know. Hawk and Bunny. <laughs> it's like, so funny. Yeah, we, we should use, we, we, we should use nicknames. You should be Hawk. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. you should be Bunny. Right. Just, just walk into a room and say, hi, I'm Bunny. Right. Like, the, I, save is <laughs> so protect, funny. protect Big CT. <laughs> At all costs. Yes, and, like, and please and no he, one take any of them. Right. And he, like, he respects her so much. Yeah, he does. And, like, like yeah, like, little sister, like, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah. Wasn't in those words. It was, you know, but. He realized, like. Yeah, like, and, and props I, to I'm doing team. this for you, too. Yeah. And, and, like, yeah. She's comfortable enough with him to be like, yo, like, stop it. Like, that's, that says something. Like, yeah. major props to her and Cam for being like, yo, knock that shit off. Yeah, because. With all due respect to Nani, she was literally nowhere to be found when Josh was... Yeah, what's up with that? I, I don't know. And listen, she might have been off having like interviews or something. So I don't really know. But I'm just kind of like... It's a different Where Nani are you? Here. Like you're supposed to be helping him. Like it really shouldn't be on Casey and Fessy to uh, it was, be... It was Casey and Jay. Or Casey and Jay trying to like calm him down. Like, where the fuck are you? You're it's his a, partner. It's a different and Nani he, this year. Totally. Yeah, I, I don't know where she, I don't know where she is. Like she's like never in any of the scenes in the house. Yeah, her like, and Tori are. Yeah, like, her and Tori had have no, absolutely no, no screen time, screen time at guess, all. Yeah. 
So, my God, I'm really like yeah. spending a lot of time getting no, there. No, I that was I interrupted you. I had to give the, the the ladies props. No, yeah, that's that's really important because it's been happening a lot so far. So CT's calm. Josh is kind of amped up. Devin decides he wants to take this opportunity to rile up Josh even more. A plus. And, and just starts yelling, Big Brother sucks. A plus. <laughs> A plus. This is why Devin and Josh are not in the same zip code. And like, it's almost so stupid that I, I really can't believe I really can't believe Josh even reacted at all because that's how stupid it is. Oh, but you want to say he's some intentional mastermind. I said with who CT. Gets, who gets I said upset with CT. And paints targets on people's back subtly. Okay. Like, come on. I like, said with CT. Whatever. Whatever. I he's, feel differently about his interaction with Devin. He's done it in the past. This is a pattern from Big Brother. Okay. Like, come on. Okay, but in, in Josh's defense, Devin was the instigator. Now Devin's trying to put the target on his back. Yeah, but Devin wasn't screaming. No, well, this was this no, was like pure this was like pure calculation from Devin. Like yes. yeah, this kid's riled up. Let me see if I like let me see how far, like how close to the cliff I can push him before he absolutely just jumps off. Like Oh, hey, and he pushed him to that cliff hey, because Big Brother sucks. Because like, he says Big Brother it's so funny and so dumb. And Casey took offense to it too. She did. She didn't show it. Yeah. Which was good, but she sent her talking head like, yeah, so annoying, whatever. Like, why are people coming for Big Brother? The thing with Devin is he'll throw it out there, and if you react, it's like he will harass you about yeah. it until you break. And we could go back and forth on whether or not that's like um like a good moral choice. Oh, it's I, not. Or if it's a good, even strategic choice. I, I personally think, it think it is, but Devin is a very unlikable person on the show. So Disagree. Okay. <laughs> dis, I I love Devin. I think most people in the house don't like him. Okay, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, okay. So it's a risk for him to do that, considering he, he doesn't have the numbers it and, is. you know, a lot of people really don't trust him. But he sees that Josh is reacting. Josh basically like walks away and Devin just keeps yelling, Big Brother sucks throughout the whole house. Hilarious. And Josh loses his shit. And the next thing we see is Josh outside trying to charge at Devin. I mean, it wasn't, it, that's a little dramatic language. He no, wasn't charging at Devin, about, but he was right. getting to a level of like being aggressive enough to where security had to come out and hold him back. It just really escalated. Um, and he, Devin even said in his talking head that he knows what, you know, what buttons to push with Josh and he's going to keep pushing them because he knows that being a rogue agent with Nicole leaving puts him on the chopping block. He knows he doesn't really have the numbers necessarily right now. So um, he's going to try and put a target on someone else. So... It was a big thing. Josh kind of punches things, eventually gets calmed down, but I can see this being a storyline for the entire season as long as Josh and Devin are on at the same time. Um, clearly, Devin knows how to push Josh's buttons and 
I'm sure that's going to keep happening now that he knows Josh will just kind of react at any time. So after the House votes are put in, um, we find out that Devin and Nicole got the House vote, aka Devin got the House vote. So now we're off to elimination. Um, when Casey and Leroy talk in the chamber, Casey admits that she's not really trying to share too much with Leroy because she makes a comment about, I don't remember the exact words, but it was something along the lines of like, I can't trust them yet. And I think there wasn't a lot of context there, but I'm assuming the them in that sentence is like the Kim and Leroy alliance. Yeah, it is. It has to be. Um, and that's kind of is true because I think Big Brother was... Yeah, They I kind think of it's... absorbed the Big Brother alliance, but I think that they know they'll be on the chopping block if it gets down yeah. to both of their alliances. Yeah. They don't I have mean, the numbers, so... I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like that's a smart move for Casey, but how far Leroy is playing her from the vest is a little much. Like, I don't know why I think it's smarter for Casey to do than Leroy. Like, is that... Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because I, my initial instinct is if, if she played her cards right with Leroy, he, he might consider her to be a part of the alliance. Right. You know, like a, like she a, wouldn't like be a, one, she wouldn't be the first big brother person yeah, to leave. A very you know? important part of the alliance. Right. And I think... I'm not sure if Casey just doesn't know it yet because she's never worked with Cam on a season yet, but if Cam finds out that she's been withholding information oh yeah, from not, Leroy and she has the numbers, that's going to come back and bite her yes, in the I butt will. later. And I just don't think she really knows that yet. It's a risk. I mean, it either is. way, it's it's a risk, but I personally would have taken the approach of I'm your partner. I don't plan on changing anytime soon, so I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Well, I'm tell I you mean, everything. we're also working off of like older assumptions. You know, what mm -hmm. I mean, where partners yeah, definitely. couldn't be infiltrated, and like three teams could switch in a week. You know what I mean? Which right. I, well, I'm not saying I, I actually love that part of this season. Um, so maybe we're a little bit behind the thinking. Obviously, we're not on set. Um, so. Maybe it is the right way to go for her. Maybe it isn't. Uh, that's right. just, I, I don't know why I feel like it's smarter for Casey than it is Leroy. I guess I'll yeah. figure that we'll out to see how that pans as time out. goes on. All right. So then we're going to elimination. Um, you know, Devin is revealed to be the person going down. And TJ asks Leroy if he would like to go down to get his gold skull Ugh. and go against Devin. What's the name of this podcast? Like, I know. This is ridiculous, this, gentlemen. Guys, we this is ridiculous, have our gentlemen. second or third scared move this season. Because so. Fessy kind of did it twice, and then... Did Fessy do it twice? I know one, yeah, like, at least once. Because him and Anissa won the first time, and they right. put in... That one was a little bit... Well, yeah, actually, I get it, because it was well, that CT was a Well, that was a female elimination. Right. I mean, they didn't know that oh, at the time. Oh, they didn't know that yet. Yeah, yeah, That one was CT. But, you didn't know... Like, that one yeah, could be... That one you kind of have an excuse yeah, for. Yeah, so I get that. You're so like, this make is a power really, move early. I get that. Second... Yeah. The, anyway, second straight, very scared move. Like, yeah. 
So what do you think? Do you think Leroy should have should have went in? Oh my God, yeah. You have Devin down there. Like you, you only have two guys in the house that you can feel really good at. Because let's be honest, taking a look at the guys, you know it's going to be a guy's elimination because Devin's the only person down there. Right there, that has to be your mindset. When you're looking at guys, the hierarchy, it really the bottom two right then and there were Jay and Devin, very clearly, just how everybody views them. Kyle is the next rung up just because he's not as big, not as strong as everybody else, but he already has a gold skull and showed what he can do when he's back against the wall. The next level up, and it's going to suck to say, but it's the veterans because Wes is old, CT is older, and Leroy, though he may not look and act like it, is older now. So it's 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 a very clearly defined thing. You move on up, uh, starts to go to to the Corey and Nelsons of the world. Then you get to the top, and it's obviously I mean, I, and I'm sorry, I, I forgot uh, Mechie and and mm-hmm. uh, Leo very clearly like right above the bottom rung, but not in the same conversation as actually not. I put Mechie down there too, um, and guys, you know, you could beat because he. He's, he, let's just call it what it is. He's not big. And then, and you got the top guys, which are Nam and Fessy in mm-hmm. physical um, challenges. So, like, you saw two of the guys you would target. You only have ten skulls, and how many are left? Six after this week? Like, dude, how many people are still up on that platform? You don't have much time. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. And you're not a target, so if you go get your skull, mm-hmm. it's not like anybody's going to be throwing you back down there when some of these people are still in the house. Like, Yeah, I I really move. wish, because there was a point where Cam said, you know, Leroy does want to go down, but I had to talk with him about the larger game. And I, I don't really know doesn't what she's make, referring it to. It doesn't make sense at all. Because that works when, and we've seen it happen, in, in, in a format like War of the Worlds 2, where there's not necessarily an incentive to win other than you come back or you come back into the house or mm-hmm. you can switch teams. I mean, the skulls are a very different incentive. Yeah. And. But like, what else it, is your alliance <laughs> used for? What else do you have those numbers for other than to. <laughs> quote unquote, protect yourself, right? So you're not going to get thrown in by a house vote because you successfully established one of the two or the the competing alliances. Like you're the head of it. So unless you like do some stuff to really piss people off, like that's not just not like that's not Leroy. It's not who he is. Go down there, get your skull and use your numbers to protect you until you get to the final. Like it's like, what did you spend that time What did you waste that time building an alliance for if you're not going to use it? That's really the million-dollar question at this point. Those who are apparently in this larger alliance, the Cam and Leroy alliance, as I've been saying, I really have no idea. It just seems like they're leading the alliance. No one in their alliance has a skull. Yeah. But now we have two people... And I'm calling, I'm going to call it like the Devin Kyle Alliance because those are the only people I know right now who have gold skulls in that, in that crew. They do have gold skulls. That's going to be really tough. I mean, I understand the advantage to having a large alliance. We saw that last episode where, yes, people were playing scared, but it does result in 
in, in politicking during the daily challenges too. Like it can be beneficial for some people. That was so bad. I didn't like it, but I can see why having a larger alliance would benefit you in that way. When it comes to the skulls though, but the like million even, dollar but, question. And, and you know what? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but how did that work out? How did that benefit anybody? Yeah, it really like Fessy it didn't. Does, Fessy, <laughs> it didn't Fessy because he didn't actually Yeah, he didn't actually go down. And like that's another reason for everybody in his alliance, YCB to be TYB, whatever the hell they call it, to be upset at them. Like, what has us trusting you gotten us? Lied to and no skulls. Like like, shoot, like, what are we doing here? Like, Leroy, like, you created an, an alliance. You had an opportunity to go get a skull. Why'd you win? Yeah, that, that I mean, that really is what I was going to say. Like, that's the million-dollar question. It's one thing, it's one thing to have power in this game, but if you're not going to use it to advance your alliance, what is the point of actually winning the daily challenge? Because... I completely agree. Now, it is a big win that Wes was sent home, and that's jumping ahead a little bit here, but I, I really do think it's important to say that because that's a win for a lot of people. But not Leroy. Because he is a strong competitor. But exactly, it, it's not, it actually wasn't smart for him to do that because Wes really wasn't gunning for him at this time. No, he was sucking up to him. And that was really, I mean, who's to say really if Leroy would have won, but he would have had a very good chance of winning. And I mean, that's what you have to consider when you have these opportunities. Do I have more than likely of a chance to win this? And I think Leroy would have, and it's really a shame that he didn't take this opportunity because at this point, I'm confused who from this larger alliance is going to have the opportunity to go in? Because what it's seeming right now is that, and I'm not saying that this is good or bad, it's just seeming this way to me right now, that Cam is obviously calling the shots of the alliance, oh but God, yeah. it seems to me like she doesn't want anyone else getting a skull before she does. Completely agree. The sh I mean, the thought process there is probably that she knows that if someone else gets a skull before her, she's not really in charge anymore mm -hmm. because that person kind of has a guaranteed bit to the final if someone doesn't take it from them. I don't think that's going to benefit many people on that alliance. So I'm a little concerned. I want... Like, I genuinely want to see Cam and Leroy be in the final. Yeah. I just don't see right now if this strategy is actually going to work for really anybody in that alliance because it's seeming like people who decide to go down are maybe being framed as betraying the alliance. And I think they're playing on old standards. Like they're playing on biding time. Like now it's you're yeah. one or two weeks away from the people who are actually in the moment shifting their thoughts from, I mean, if I'm Kyle and Devin, my thoughts right now are how do I prevent strong people from getting in that elimination arena? 
You know what I mean? You're now, we're now at that point. Like we're now at the point where people have to start preparing. Like Natalie should be thinking that way. Um, Kyle and Devin automatically should be thinking, all right, well, how do I stop Fessy from getting in an elimination? How do I, how do I stop Corey from getting an elimination? Like how do I stop Nam from getting an elimination? And if you zoom, if you zoom all the way out, take a really wide angle view at it, Leroy and Cam aren't on anybody's list. They don't have a target on their back. So mm -hmm. why did they even compete in the daily challenge? Like there was no reason. Like even if you like if you like it's not an automatic. It's not like previous challenges and, and towards the end of the season where if you lose the challenge you go straight into elimination. It's house vote, so you don't like they're like you didn't use winning the elimination to your benefit. So you literally could have just sat down at the daily challenge, knowing you're not going in, and got paid for a week of doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, none of that makes sense. Like it's like it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really. Sh I agree with you. I, I'm not really sure. I'm seeing the benefit in winning right now for that alliance. Like they're not using their opportunities wisely. But, but nobody is. Oh yeah, nobody is. Like I agree with you. Nobody is. I don't know. I really don't know how to explain it. It's weird. It, it's it's really weird. Like if there were like waiting for something, I don't uh, I don't right. know if they're expecting another twist and that's why They are, but you got to play with the we got to play with what's in front of you. Like if it who are some players from the past that would have like taking this opportunity. Like the, it feels like they're missing like the the catalyst. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it feels like there's no there's no catalyst on this season somehow. Um it's 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 it, it's you know it's, like it's like bizarre. a like a Jordan, like a bananas. Like those yeah. guys like oh, I'm going to go Jordan would have been down there the first chance he got. I'm going to go get me my skull. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think not because like they're together or anything, but like Tori would have done the same thing. I think if Tori oh, yeah. would have won, Tori would have been like, yeah, I'm going, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. I, I just don't see another opportunity down the road right now that Leroy's ever going to feel comfortable with. And I think that that's what I'm trying to get at is yeah. everyone's waiting for when they're going to feel most comfortable to go down. And that's really not going to happen. So yeah, I, I don't know. So basically, yeah, I just spoiled the whole thing, but no, Devin I mean, wins. Um, De I like this oh, elimination. I, I missed by saying Leroy and Casey send Wes and Natalie in, which That's, I that yeah. was assumed based on what we were saying. Um, and Devin wins elimination. I like this elimination. Me too. And I... Tough. I don't know what was going on with Wes, but he just seemed to give up. He isn't. He... he the, and I, I said it last week, I think... Wes needs to. I said Wes, right? He's saying mm -hmm. no. I think I said CT needs to. Mm. No, I think I said Wes. Yeah, I think you did say Wes. I, I have a feeling Wes is very close to being done. If if not, this was the last draw because he he couldn't hold up. Like he can say he can say I gave up and I wanted this for my best friend. Like Father Time's undefeated, man. Like it's not. Nobody holds it against you. It's just Devin has more stamina. Was able to was able to outdo you. Like it, it's not. It, you shouldn't feel ashamed of that. Um, yeah. And like you saw it, 
like him gro- like Wes groveling to Fessy, I never thought I'd see the day. I know. Like that last episode told me wild. like the the way CT looked at him. Was Last like, week was like, dude, person? like, what am I watching? Like, granted, <laughs> yeah. CT was like, over is there. West? Yeah, Jeez. you're right. CT was over there to do somewhat of the same thing, but like to the degree that West took it to, like, I, I, I think West, when he watches this back, he's gonna see himself in like, yeah, it's not kind of how I want to go out. Um, he also just seemed. Um, he what was is hurt. The word I'm looking he, for? He, he was hurt. He he was a very like his his feelings were genuinely hurt and yeah. and he was feeling it seemed like he was feeling very overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't fault him for not being able to like get in the mindset because like Leroy backstabbing you at wall, you could kind of you should kind of maybe expect to see something like that coming like. I don't. I don't fault him for not being able to to get it up and be like, yeah, I'm in the zone because that's that's kind of suck. Yeah, I mean, what did you think about Wes's speech when he left? Um, I think that it was. I think it was the appropriate thing to do. Uh, not the appropriate thing. I don't think it was inappropriate to do. But if, like, come on, like Wes, you've you've lied. You've manipulated. You've like, yeah. you may not have done anything like directly to Leroy, but you were no saint. Like you were one of the most t- notorious, I won't say villains, but a little bit past anti-heroes of this show. Like, you know what I mean? Like you weren't, you were by no means a saint. So like you, while the sentiment was kind of nice, nobody listened to it and it wasn't a hundred percent factual. So we'll let that die there. Yeah. I think Wes is, Wes is someone who. I, at the end, he was definitely tearing up. And I think a part of it seems to be that he knows he doesn't have many avenues left to continue being a competitor on the show. Um, People aren't scared to put him in. He's shown that he does, like he can lose. So I think... People just don't care to work with him. And I think the best thing for him at this point would be to take at least a season off. I mean, he's been yeah. going back to back for, for a few seasons now. Yeah. His, his take reputation, a season off his and, reputation and regroup is, has later. now bitten him in the ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like and, I if, think, and I think last season on Total Madness when he, you know, was in the same alliance as Bananas, I think he saw that as a page turning and him right. being able to start this new Nobody gameplay, but no one trusts him. And and honestly, even if they did, why would they start now? Right. I mean, they don't need him. Right. And that yeah, and it, that's gotta be a sad realization. Someone has to go home at the end of the day. Like right. if you don't need him. It's gotta be a sad realization. Um, yeah. Definitely. Like I, I, I felt very like sympathetic, um, towards him in that moment because he looked, he just looked very down and I know the challenge means a lot to him. And I think he's finally realizing that he can't, he's not going to be able to continue on much longer and succeed. I also don't think he was expecting to go into elimination this much. He wasn't. It's got to be a shock to the system. This yeah. like I, I don't want to throw a pity party for West. Did you see his tweets with Anissa? No, I didn't see those. I don't have Twitter either, so that's probably why. I, I don't either. It was like a uh, an article that somebody wrote. Oh. Like it was 
it was like text like screenshots of text messages between Anissa and Wes, which I'm not don't be that guy or person who puts the text messages like screenshots of text messages out there for other people to read. Like that's no bueno. Let handle your own problems. But it was released. Um there was and it was last episode or two episodes ago when uh, Wes was thrown in by by Fessy and Anissa. Um, and like there was like Wes and Anissa had beef. Like I thought you were a longtime friend, yada, yada, yada. And Wes went, like, went down the avenue of like writing an apology for Anissa to post on Twitter. Really? Yeah, not a good look. Like, That's weird. Yeah, like one, don't like, you can't really demand an apology from somebody and have it be successful that's not usually how those things work yeah and two never write out somebody write out an apology of what you want to hear from somebody and have and try and have them post it on twitter like that's so such you're a saying weird look. that he asked her to make an apology to and him. he was going he was going to draft what he wanted no, her no, to include he wrote it in the text message it's there uh, and it wasn't a very flattering look. So, no, uh, yeah. definitely not. So I'm not trying to throw a pity party for Wes. Wes has his faults. But as a competitor and like a yeah. a, a part of the show, he has a big role in the show and, and what this show has become. Yeah, um, right. So I respect Wes and, and everything he's done for the show. But like the, this isn't a pity party. He has his faults as we all do. So right, right, right. it was fun seeing you this season, Wes. But... Maybe take all these context clues and it's a young man's game. Yeah. Take some time off. Yeah. You should Come read, back later. You should, you should read those texts. Oh, my God. I, I it's, will. Uh, it's not a great look. Yeah. I didn't see that at all. Yeah. I'll definitely read those. Yeah. So to end off elimination, Devin decides that he doesn't want to be partners with Natalie, though he would love to. I don't get it. He wants to infiltrate Tori and Corey's pair and he wants to be partnered with Tori making Corey now partners with Natalie I think maybe I have a couple thoughts on it I think in short one he probably wants to get into the Cam and Leroy alliance by being partners with Tori you're pretty good for a while unless Tori Unless you guys win or she asks to go down and doesn't want you as a partner and, and wins and like trades you basically. Or I don't know. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Devin likes Tori and I said this to you already, but I'm getting like a seventh grade boy like. That's very dumb. Very, very like seventh grade boy. Yeah. I hate her kind of thing, but it's really. Like he yeah. actually likes her, like has has feelings for her, always has admired her, it's like has very, always wanted to date her. That's a very Devin thing. Now I haven't watched the Are You the One Second Chances, but I'm curious if they had ever talked or were interested in each other and it like ended badly. We weren't I don't know, but it just seems like I don't know, it just seems like high school crush, you know, type mm. thing. So it'll be interesting. I don't really know how they'll be as partners, but I'm excited for Corey and Natalie. That's a pretty I think power that's team. A, that's a scary couple. Yeah, it um, is. I don't get it. Yeah. Like Natalie's right there for you, man. 
I know. I don't. I don't understand it. I guess. Yeah. I'm just, kind of happy that Natalie's it. with Corey though, because Corey's in. Corey's in the Cam and Leroy alliance. So. Is he? I think. He's, I think he's adjacently. T- yeah. I mean, yes, but TYB, I think, is kind of in in it right now. So you agree that TYB is breaking up? I I totally see it. I think yeah. I think Corey and Nelson are. No, let's be honest. Nelson's following Corey wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. I think Corey is not happy with Fessy. Yeah, I think TYP, T, TYP, see? TYB it's is stupid. definitely. It's definitely. We'll have to see if Fessy's going to prioritize TYB no. or Big Brother. I don't think he. I, I don't I, even know if I've, we'll get to that point. I'll be I've honest. I've never seen him prioritize Big Brother. I think he's literally yeah. all about number one. Mm-hmm. Um, which. Yeah, I, I don't cool. know if he'll make it long enough for us to see that. Yeah, that's cool, but you got to know when to play for the Alliance and when to play for number one, man. Like, it's, it's again, another. He doesn't use his brain. He doesn't. Um, yeah. But is is Corey really? Do you think Corey's in the the um, Leroy and Cam alliance? Yes, because he voted with all of them um, to vote in West last week. That was a Fessy call, though. Yeah, but Fessy was is partners with, or yeah, is still partners with Anissa. So I think that call was, or I mean, they ultimately put Kyle in, but. I think that came from Cam and Leroy because they want him out. They didn't trust him. I think so. I mean, right now it's kind of weird because... It's weird because the two alliances overlap. uh, The two alliances overlap. And honestly, we're not really clear yet on... Who's who? Who's who and like what their allegiance is really to. Yeah. In terms of alliances. and um, I like it that way. I like it too because I'm excited to see what happens with that. Right. Like um, before there used to be like very clear hierarchies. Yeah. And like even now with Cam and Leroy quote unquote calling the shots. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if that's really everything that's going on. I know because Big T also mentioned that there something about like rookies like i don't know if there's like a rookie alliance going on that we don't know that are like yeah I, I in disguise right now with i love the that Leroy editing alliance. style too mm-hmm. i love those editing choices to like not give us all of that because yeah. like before there were very clear hierarchies like john um joss and rogan calling the shots on the the britain alliance and theo not having fun with that you know mm-hmm. what i mean like very clear like Paulie and Cara running the U.S. alliance, like it's that wasn't fun. Yeah. Like this is, I I like this. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Right. 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 So all in all, that was our episode this week. Um, yeah. it was exciting. Things happened that I wasn't really expecting. So it's like yeah. it, it's meeting my expectations. Yeah. I mean, we went into this saying, they better not disappoint. We're expecting a lot, and so yeah. far, they've they done delivered. it. They've delivered. Um, I wanted to quick ask you about production stuff. Did you see anything that you kind of want to talk about? It's clean. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to know what um, I want to know what what room cam they're using. Um, and by when I say room cam, it's the the security cameras. Um, because yeah. there was a there was an outside shot on the separate gym 
structure with um, with their their room camps uh, service that they they say that, that I just referred to like security camera. It was a that was a unit. Um, yeah. That was like the the dome motion tracking swivel head attached to some sort of power system yeah, and, 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 tran- and transmitting signal like it, it's very serious. That was a unit. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they're walking around with they're probably not using like uh, Alexa minis or reds to, to film. They're probably rocking like uh, like Sony FS7s and, and Canon like C200s to like give good production value. Um but not having to, to lug around things that you have to, because that's the thing with with, with expensive um, like cinema cameras. You like it's it's a body, and then you have to rig it up. Mm. Um, so I mean, they're probably rocking with um, those those camcorder esque bodies that you can just slap a lens on and and strap to a Steadicam vest. Um, but those like they they like Big Brother has has the, um, like a decent setup for their like constant live stream, but these looked like I, I couldn't. I did a little bit of research online. I couldn't find out like what the model is. Like those were they probably spend more on the security cams than they do the actual um, uh, steady cams or when I said that they throw on the steady cam or the harness. Mm. Like those, right. I was blown away. Um, Damn. But other than that, it, it was clean. There was some, like I said, I just complimented the editing style of, of actually, like it's weird what they choose to give away. And we talked mm-hmm. about that. Like they gave away some stuff from next week already and like bigger details, but they also like choose to not give away alliances or at least we think that's what they're doing right now. I think that's weird. But um, other than that, like there were, it, it was, um, it, it it was it was nice, you know what I mean. In the in the opening shots before the daily challenge, challenge there were some um, like layered images with, with varying opacities, so you could see different things. Like it, it was it, it was a nice it, production has been high. Yeah. Um. The, this yeah. season, which hasn't been the case in in recent seasons, really. Um. They're not doing the typical reality like telling yourself like show the show the camera crew once every couple episodes, like a boom guy and a sound guy and a gad and a grip and a gaffer and like, like telling on themselves. So, and I, and saying that I got to harken back to my boom guy. Like if you're not, if that's the trend you want to go for, like cut out the scene with my man and the reflection. Yeah. Like right. That man <laughs> works hard not to be seen. <laughs> Um, but uh, boom guy, I'm going to keep shouting you out. We love you. Boom guy. Um, and other boom girls. Exactly. Boom person. And boom people. Boom people. Yes. Boom days. Um, Mm -hmm. I, it's clean. It's all clean. Um, yeah, it's been looking good so far. Just as someone who doesn't really know anything. They're doing a lot, a lot of drone establishing shots from, from either a drone or a helicopter and they're having fun with them. So go, Hey, you got the budget rock out yeah right 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 all right and we'll conclude this episode so we're not gonna we're not gonna do what's going on in the challenge groups because there really hasn't been a lot that's been posted this week so Mm. winners losers um we'll just finish with winners and losers yeah who are who's your all right so we're gonna do this we're gonna go back and forth not like last time where you just like blow your load and yeah go both times for me we're going to have a structure to this so you do okay. your winner I'll do my winner you do your loser or do you want to do loser first 
Yeah, let's end on a high note. So let's do losers right, first. Who's your loser? Um, my loser's Leroy. I can see it. Um, just because he had this opportunity, I think, quite honestly, uh, he kind of. I was embarrassed for him at the end because I yeah. like he had the opportunity. TJ called him out. Then Wes called him out. Then yeah. Devin called him out. It was like salt in the wound really for his decision. Now, mm -hmm. again, hope it doesn't come back and bite him in the ass, but I think it was not a smart game move. And yeah. so I'm unfortunately, Leroy, I love you. It's not personal. It's just, I don't think this was a good episode for you. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, I would have gone Leroy too. I'll go Tori. Okay, interesting. Why? She got screwed over. Yeah. That makes sense. I like, mean, like, like one, Devin's feisty though. Sure, but you're like, <laughs> like feisty is down. Like feisty still a downgrade from Corey. Yeah. Um, you, like one, you were given no screen time to lead up into just being screwed over. And yeah, they just gave that little clip of her saying, "Oh yeah, we were both on second chances, and we have like a rivalry." That, that was, was even, never mentioned yeah, ever that was, before. That this. Was a, <laughs> and that was a talking head. Like that wasn't even. They had that one clip of her sitting behind someone back at the house. Yeah. Like, and then you just get, yeah. "Oh, I, um, I'm infiltrating Tori and Corey," and then not even a word from her while she's down there. Like, is there something going on that we don't know? Like. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. It's really like, weird. Nani was not on screen. I did not see her in today's episode. No, aside was, from like, like for, her like, being in the daily challenge portion. She didn't even didn't talk about the daily again. challenge. Um, no. But my, yeah, my, that's sidetrack sidebar. Um, yeah, loser's Tori. Um, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Now you have to worry about figuring out your partnership with Devin or yeah. like and that like that's going to take up your time and your mental energy you know what i mean you have to figure out how to either get along with devin figure out how to get away from devin as soon as possible or come up with another option instead of thinking about the next daily challenge like your political game your alliance um getting a skull like all of those things have to come first mm -hmm. which that's a clear loss so to me that's tori okay now my winner, winner for this episode I could go with the obvious choices. I think I'm gonna make it a little different this time. Think a little bit more outside the box. I think my winner for this episode is going to be Kyle. I was gonna go Kyle. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh shit, sorry. I, I think that looking bigger picture, Kyle's in a really good spot. Oh yeah got his skull but not only that one of his immediate like he was able to not only expose Fessy's game which is a big deal because up until this point everyone thinks that Fessy's well everyone thinks that Fessy has more power than I think he actually does nope. but I think he's also in an alliance with Devin and Devin just got a skull so it's like it's looking good for Kyle right now and He's strategically doing things that are allowing him to be in a better place. And um, yeah, I just, I, I think that this was a good episode for him in the larger a, grand it's scheme been a of good, things. It was a good like episode and a half for Kyle. Yeah. It really was. It was. It was. 
Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Natalie. Okay. That's a good one. I'm going to go with Natalie. Um, because you're not like having Wes gone in previous seasons would have presented a hole where there was nobody trying to play mastermind. Like there's nobody willing to take on that like dark behind the scenes aspect. Now you kind of have a couple people that do it to a lesser extent, but the, like the having three people do it like 33% adds up to one Wes, you know what I mean? So they're like, that hole isn't really left. So it's not like she needs that person with her. Like she wanted Wes for a very specific reason, his role in the game. That's not needed right now anymore. So she doesn't have to worry about that. And people are already scared of her now. So she right. doesn't need that kind of partner. So she just upgraded. Um, she upgraded to Corey, who I think Corey's a little more paranoid about his standing with other people than he really should be. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's wrong. I think that's good. You should always be on your toes and ready for anything. Um, but people don't want to go against Corey. Um, Corey's a likable guy. And like you pointed out, he's kind of floating in between both um, alliances right now. Yeah. So it's a good spot to be where you're not, you're not in the middle zone and have a target on your back. You're a little bit behind the scenes and in the middle zone. Like you can go either way and when people are going to real, I start to realize that you can go either way and you have two strong people, they're going to want you. You know what I mean? At least until you, until everybody starts fighting for skulls in a couple of weeks, in which case you have Corey. You know what I mean? So it's, I think, I think Natalie upgraded, um, and she didn't have to go into elimination and she wanted another, or she, um, won her heat, I guess you call it in a daily challenge. Like it's just, she's having a strong performance. Um, and, and she has a skull too. Exactly. She already so. has a skull. Like she's not, Corey doesn't have a target on his back. So she doesn't have to worry about going down again. Like, mm -hmm. like she, she, she made out other than that. There really wasn't any, like you could call Devin a winner. Um, but like, I think the picking Tori instead of somebody else is like a minus one for me. Um, don't get me wrong, Tori's a fantastic competitor. It's just like, I don't know, Devin didn't really win anything. He didn't really win the episode for me because he put a target on his back with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So, And I think in, in the same, like Kyle and Natalie are the same in that they both not only have their skulls, but really at this point, both of them can kind of just sit back and help their partner get a skull. Yeah. Which is the most valuable thing at this point, yeah. considering not everyone is going to be, like not every pair is going to be able to get a skull. Right. They're in really good spots, and yeah, Natalie was a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's really our episode for this week. Cool. So, these, uh, these cats are getting annoying, so. Yeah. Well, happy holidays, everyone, and we'll be back next week.